Eat, drink, smoke, the snack size edition when you need a little something to tide you over. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy here at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis. Indiana, we review bourbon, we review food, we review cigars. We talk a little bit. It's a thing. Uh, we've got the La Imperiosa from Crowned Heads being smoked right now. This is a Bono Oscuro wrapper uh, that's Ecuadorian. It's got a Nicaraguan binder and filler. Not for the faint of heart. Uh, this cigar right here. We've been doing the New Riff Rye, which is 95% rye and 5% malted rye. Uh, that's what we have here as well. And uh, this story of the New York cops getting doused with water has, well, kind of captured the imagination. Because you would have thought there was already a law that says you can't throw things at cops. I didn't know that it was a fine for people in New York City to take buckets of water or or uh, or other part, things with water and throw them on police officers as they're walking by, as they're engaged in arrest, as they're doing things, and, and you know, actually being officers or just as they're walking by, it's like, oh, that's fine. That's cool. There is one video of a guy... He's got a water bottle in his right hand. Like, like uh, you know, you open up and get it from the store, a water bottle. Not not like one of those, like, you fill it with, like an actual bottle. And then he's got his cell phone in the other one. He's recording video, and he's squirting the water at cops. Like, he's begging them to, you know, come get me. Come do something. This, apparently. What are you going to... Oh, yeah, this is this is the, the latest one here. So they wanted to pass a law in New York, because that's what they do in, in New York. And they wanted to say that it would increase penalties for throwing water on cops. So there's already, you know, some level of, hey, you're not allowed to do that. It's assault, uh, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but there are people in the assembly, Democrats, who are like, well, maybe we don't need uh, this. Uh, the assembly speaker is opposed uh, and showing his opposition to the measure by saying it might not get a, a vote this week. Uh, saying that I don't know if always proposing new penalties and laws is the answer. I think on the positive end, we should continue to try and establish more of a community and police response. I think that's more beneficial instead of always saying we are going to lock people up. I don't think you need a law for everything. I am not one of these people like, there should be a law. Very often it's like, there should be far less laws. Right. But you're watching this happen to cops. The cops aren't responding at all. It's not going away. It's getting more prevalent because people who hate cops, who've been taught to hate cops, Mm -hmm. who they've been extolled for for hating cops. Remember, no cop is trustworthy everywhere. Every cop is a racist. You have people. You've got the Colin Kaepernick's of the world, everybody else. And now it's happening. And it's water today. Lord only knows what it is tomorrow. Maybe, Maybe that's not what we need to do. Maybe what we need to do is have better community relations. Can you start by telling people stop throwing water on cops? Where is the group photo and the group video of the New York Assembly saying, stop doing this. Where are the representatives of those districts where it's happening saying, stop doing this immediately? On this, the Democrats all of a sudden say, well, maybe laws aren't the thing. It's, it, it, this is, it plays as ugly as you think it does. Okay, so why isn't there just a blanket law that says, do not assault police officers? I feel like throwing water on them is assault, right? I, it is. So yeah. why isn't that a thing? It's already against the law. But I think it is a thing. The question is, why isn't that thing being enforced and to enforce it the cop who's you don't getting need another law just enforce the one you have so now how many co- times in the in the country do we have to there's a lot of laws if we just enforce them we wouldn't have to so so the cop who's getting doused now has to go about enforcing this because they're the one they're the one who has been attacked when they go to arrest somebody 
and the, the response is going to be, oh, you arrested somebody for what? For, for throwing water on you? And then there's going to be all, all of the rest and all of the hysteria and people claiming brutality and, and Lord only knows what else. You've created a situation by which anybody who wants to be a cop is flat out out of their mind and nobody wants to be a cop anymore. Who wants this? Well, I mean, just a couple of months ago, you had people on the left saying, what's the big deal if you throw a milkshake on someone? That's no big deal. And right. then there was the Portland Antifa brouhaha where it wasn't a milkshake anymore. It was a concrete colada that they're throwing at people. Concrete colada? That's so what we're going it was, with. It was the, the uh, milkshakes were actually ready-mixed concrete <gasps> mixed with other chemicals. And that's what they were throwing on people. Dry, the, the Andy No, the, the, the journalist Andy No, NGO is how you uh, okay. uh, spell his last name. That was a that was a ready mixed concrete dry uh, quick drying concrete with oh, other things that was thrown wow, on him. Wow! Yeah, so of course it goes down the slippery slope. Let me let me ask this: if if throwing water on a police officer is just oh well, it's just no big deal, it's just fine. The question then goes to: Does the temperature of the water matter? So, for example. What if I have boiling water? Can I throw that on a cop? What if I go the other way and it's frozen? Can I throw ice at a cop? It's just water. Now we're just now it's just a question quite literally of degrees. This is just not I don't get it. Just don't throw things at cops. If you do, you're breaking the law. What can the, I the the it's up to the police department, the chief, the whoever to make these cops enforce and they don't want to. They don't want to enforce the laws. Because it's, it's a publicity and it makes them look bad. I get it. But, okay, then don't complain well, when your guys get hurt. But, but, I don't know. But the laws are there. But you're a police officer. Your hands are kind of tied because what's the appropriate response? That first video that went viral, there had to have been 50 or 60 people surrounding this police car. And they're all dousing these police officers right. with the super soaker. So what's the police officer? Is he going to pull out a taser? Is he going to pull sure. out a, a, a gun? I mean, what's no, the not a gun. What, but what's the appropriate response? Some pepper response? spray, get them in cuffs, and get them out of there. The rest will learn. She's, she's starting to sound like me. Make a... Oh, God. I'm not, I'm not saying that pepper Make, spray isn't an appropriate yeah, response. I'm saying it. Do it. But I, what I'm saying, though, is there needs to be... The police should not be handcuffed to just take this. So instead of worrying about a new law, police departments and cities across this country should have a policy in place saying, okay, if you've got 10 people around you spraying water on you, your response should be this. The police should say, here's our policy. If you break a law that we're paid to enforce, we're going to do whatever it takes to arrest you. You're breaking the law. Just enforce the law. Your job is to enforce the law. Okay, do it. Now there's a point They have here. decided they don't want to do it and this is why we're here. This is why things are getting worse. And then there is a point here that the police made a mistake from the very beginning because there was a story out that immediately after this happened and we saw those first videos, police officers grabbed uh, water balloons and took them to a neighborhood and were playing with the kids and they were throwing water balloons at each other. See, haha, it's fun. It's no big deal. It's, it's, all, it's all fine. It's, it's all good. You're encouraging the behavior. You're encouraging the behavior. That's what you did. And I don't even know if they realized it. That's not community policing, encouraging behavior that has people saying it's cool and fun to attack you and you're doing it with kids. So you're training them real, real young. 
So mistake on mistake has been made here because there is an effort so desperate to try and appease and be kind and, and all these other things. There are some things we're supposed to say, this is just not what you do. If you want to argue that there are police officers out there who do a bad job, you won't get a disagreement. And if you want to argue that there have been people who have been abused by the police, you're not going to get an argument. But no society will thrive this way. I don't think cops should be given any powers outside of of basic uh, protect and serve. I don't think they should always be thought of as the most innocent. If you want to do investigations on something going wrong, you do the investigation. Innocent until proven guilty, yes. Um, but no cop can, uh, can do no wrong. That's simply untrue. The, going the other way with this, you know, a police, is a police officer is involved in an arrest and, and you go after him. A police officer is involved in an event and you surround him and try and intimidate him can't create a society like that and pretty soon those areas where it happens more than other areas nobody wants to police those areas best of luck to you but a police officer has to know that they have the back of the police department and the, the police department has their back right yeah. yeah no it's the chief or whoever saying stand down and let them do whatever they want they're they're the ones responsible for that letting this keep happening i i'm surprised that the democrats in the assembly are like eh. are you yeah. You have every major Democratic candidate running for president of the United States not wanting to denounce Antifa. Why do you call it Antifa? Antifa. It's Antifa. Antifa. It's Antifa. Antifa. No, no, it's not. It's not. Stop. You're like, Antifa. You're killing me. You're absolutely killing me. So it doesn't Antifa. surprise me at all. But, e but you even have the governor. You have uh, Andrew Cuomo saying that this, this isn't okay. So you already have the leader of the party in New York Taking the taking charge on this, and what you've learned is, man, they're not, they're not that interested. They're not that interested. Blend Bar Cigar is where we're at. Indianapolis, Indiana. They got locations in Nashville. They have locations uh, in Pittsburgh and in uh, in Houston. Uh, smoking the La Imperiosa. That is Crowned Heads. I love what these people do. The New Riff Rye, which has these these dark fruits. This, this nose of cornbread and marzipan, uh, and then you get into some like raspberry licorice uh, on, on the palate. It's really something else. And of course, our fantastic sponsor at Fanimation. Fanimation.com, ceiling fans like nobody's business. All the ceiling fans at Blend Bar Cigar, if you're actually watching the video, uh, which you can find at Tony Katz Radio, Facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio. You can see the fans uh, that they have here. Those are all from Fanimation. Fanimation.com, beautiful ceiling fans. Built the way you want them built, meaning you want a certain look, you want certain blades, you want a certain motor. All of that is customizable. Whisper quiet. Some of them with LED lighting, so if that's what you need, that's what you can get indoor or outdoor and just workhorses and beautiful. If you're, if you're redoing a room, if you're finishing redoing a room, don't forget the ceiling fan. It's part of the room. It is a fantastic accent, and it should look as good as the rest of it. You're spending all that money on a designer, on designs, and on the flooring, right. and on furniture. The ceiling fan matters. You gotta make it a part of the room, and you do that with the good people at Fanimation. Fanimation.com. The other story I wanted to get to is Cindy Crawford, who is 53 years old, and Damn. Damn, she still looks amazing. Are you, are you, are you okay, April? You okay. Having, you having a moment? I agree. Were you thinking about her? Oh, are we going to have the. April I mean, she just D, gave me the sly kind well, of smile. The April D. Gregory plastic surgery moment where we're going to have to hear about all the work that Cindy Crawford has had done over the years. She had work to. done? Stop it. What? Is, is it something I said? Uh, 
What 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 don't you like about the work that she has had? I I I like all her work. I'm just saying, don't deny that she has had work. I'm not denying that she has had okay. work. She took a picture of herself in a bikini. Instagram. It says a little bit of lake light, and she looks terrific in in the shot. Uh, she's got 4.2 million followers on Instagram, and uh, kind of low. 102. Uh, ain't so bad. It ain't I, so I, bad. I, I take it. It ain't Kardashian. I agree. You'll take it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get a picture uh, of me in a bikini if it'll get me 4.2 million. So go follow Fingers on, on Instagram. What are you on Instagram, by the way? Fingers Malloy. Are you? Yeah. I'm Tony Katz. What are you, April D. Gregory? April D. Gregory. See, just that easy. Just so follow all of us. So no, all of a sudden, she starts getting comments on her picture. And one of the pictures are, you, one of the comments are, you are old now. I don't think you are living in reality. Men do not foam at the mouth at 55-year-old women. Trust me. No, men don't come with the mouth towards you. God, right? Because you don't look that good. Not in a with bikini. that attitude. <laughs> she has the right attitude. That's a ridiculous. That's a ridiculous comment. Yeah. I, I don't look that good at fifty-five, so therefore no one's going to look at you either. No guy is looking at me. No guy is liking my picture in a bikini. I can't be in a bikini, so don't you dare do it either, because it's just not. That is some weird, weird stuff. And one of the other ones was getting a little old for this. Why? Why? One of the things that we have learned all too well. Age is nonsense. Holy moly. Look at this picture. What did I just say to you? What did I just say? It's per- There's not a thing wrong with her body. So why would somebody tell her to, first of all. It's jealousy. Know. We can all wear what we want to wear. This is America. <laughs> and yeah. if you're 300 pounds and you want to wear a bikini... You do it. Thank you. Just don't expect 100,000. Just don't expect 4.5 million followers. Right. But clearly, um, there's literally nothing wrong with her body at all. Well, I don't understand this mentality. What is she supposed to... First of all, she's a supermodel. <laughs> she was okay, one of the grant, OG supermodels back in the 80s. She was an OG. Granted, she's She can she's do whatever her, she wants for the rest of her life. She's in her 50s, but she looks fantastic. What? Where's this rule, unwritten rule that says, oh, well, now you're in your 50s, and even though you look fantastic in a bikini, oh, you need to cover yourself up now, sweetie. Right. That's ridiculous. If you've got it, flaunt it. I guess at a certain age, you have to put on the burqa. I'm not. I'm not sure how those <laughs> rules go. Listen, um, it's just women like body shaming and being ridiculous. It's I'm, jealousy. It's jealousy. Yeah. It's, it's, I have not seen a picture of Helen Mirren recently, but about five years ago, I've and, and Helen Mirren is she was born in '45, right? So she's near, she's near seventy. And Helen Mirren... She's near 75? Is, is, yeah. no, no. Hold on. 45 to 2000 will be 55. Uh, and so she's, so she's 75. You're right. 74. She's 74. She's 74. A girl Sorry, just corrected just you on your math, Tony. Wow. I've been drinking here a little I'm longer than she has. I'm the worst at math, and I just corrected you. <laughs> oh. I, you know really? what? I feel fine. You know what? I was bamboozled by her looks because she still looks freaking amazing. Thank you. Amazing on every level. Thank you. I got my head on today. I appreciate that. Not, oh. no, I'm talking about Helen Mirren. Oh. And look, Raquel Welsh still is. looks fantastic, and she's not shy about showing some skin either, and there's nothing wrong with that. God bless. Hold on. April D. Gregory doesn't know who Helen Mirren is. I, I know who she is. She's old. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was in... Um, I did, I, uh, 
You, you make me sad. I know who she is. I know who she is. What is she? Uh, I think Red is one of the last movies that she did. You might remember her from. No. You know, a- but- April, you know the woman on Laughing that would take her purse and hit people with it? That's who it is. That's Ruth Fuzzy, who once retweeted me on Twitter. I swear to you, like it was like, okay, my work here is done. Ruth Fuzzy follows me. I, I would. Wait, what? Eat your heart out. Really? What is happening here? At least she used to. Now I got to check. I want you to know, if someone wants to get in touch with her, I would pay Ruth Buzzy's airfare, first class, and hotel to fly her up to Indianapolis to do this podcast. Check that out. Well, no. it looks like you're the one getting in touch with her. Out. Send her a DM. Ruth Buzzy follows you? to her DMs. I started a campaign on Facebook right when they had this big campaign for this Betty White. This is ridiculous. Right? To be on Saturday Night Live. I tried to start a campaign, and there's, the Facebook page is still up. Ruth Buzzy on Red Eye. <laughs> and she responded to me and followed me. I was like, you got to have Ruth Buzzy on Red Eye. Oh, I my would, God. I, 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 I don't know if I could pay her appearance fee. I don't know if she needs that or not. <laughs> I would pay for her first class. To, where, where, Ooh, I don't know where she lives. I think, you're fancy. She's in, Texas, to, I think. she's in Texas. Yeah, so I thought to fly up here to do this podcast, to do an interview on radio as, as well. Smoke oh, a cigar with us. My, all the my stories. gosh. Oh. So I'm honestly, find me Ruth Buzzy. We found I, her. Okay. You're, oh, that's right. You're following her. You have to do it. You I'll have do, to. Is that what you said? Slide into, DMs, slide into her DMs. Slide into her DMs and be like, listen, we will fly you up, we will pay for the hotel. We will give you the per diem. Wait, how old is she? Right? How I don't know. How old is Ruth Buzzy? Is she in her seventies? She's in her yeah. Oh. oh, so she probably doesn't have that high of a fee anymore, right? Her stories must be absolutely. We're talking about laughing. We're talking about just a let's not a remarkable Buzzy remar- and what her fee may be. She's eighty three, by the way. She's eighty three. If she wants to do it, I will. I will do it. And still tweets out funny stuff. I will, uh, right here, right now, oh my gosh. It'd be fantastic. By the way, Cindy Crawford, we'd like to have you too as well. Oh, yeah. Let's not make her think. We, we will fly you out here first class. We will put you up. Two days. Quick, easy trip to Indianapolis. You'll have a ball. The JW. We, we will, we will. Can you, can, we'll are you, are, look pictures. at you spending my money. And, and, we'll and take a couple spend, pictures. And Cindy, bring the bikini. Cindy's, Cindy's <laughs> no, no, no. not staying no, at the Ruth holiday. Buzzy, bring the bikini. <laughs> we want something that's going to get some clicks. <laughs> oh, I have always wanted. I've talked about this before. I've always wanted to do a sh- uh, a, a show, a, a, a stage show, with all of the actresses of that age: uh, Ruth Buzzy, Cloris Leachman, Betty White. I wanted to do this when Rue McClanahan was alive, when B. Arthur was was alive. And I want to call it the Broads, and these women who have experienced Hollywood from its infancy until now. I want to hear their stories. Cause oh my God, Me uh, Too movement. Oh yeah. Good lord. Oh, what yeah. they know, what they saw, what they may have done. I want to hear those stories. So I, you know what, I I could probably set up if we could be arranged long enough a, a, a night with Ruth Buzzy, like in like a hundred seat theater and stories. I'd do it. Oh oh, in a heartbeat. The old Dean Martin roasts that she would appear on. I mean, laughing the stories about you know with the Rat Pack. Oh my gosh! Can I get a picture of her? I need night. to see a picture. Go, go find her a picture of Ruth Buzz. I'll look it up. In a minute. Go go right there and do it. Oh, just absolutely terrific. Find April D. Gregory on the Twitter box if you would. April D. Gregory is where you find her. Fingers Malloy, Fingers Malloy Radio on Facebook. Now the key here is you subscribing to the podcast. On Apple Podcasts, which is known as iTunes. By the way, you got to subscribe. You got to write a review. You got to leave a five-star review. 
There, there's a picture oh, of Buzzy right there. <laughs> They're from the day. From the day is her character. With the purse. If she doesn't hit me with a purse, you know what? I remember now. I you remember know? the situation oh. now. And so you subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, five-star review. You'll catch the main podcast. We were, we've talked about you know what happened with, with the shootings. We talked about the political responses uh, there. We got into a really interesting conversation on what makes, you know, who are the great interviewers right now of our generation? By the way, it's Howard Stern and Joe Rogan. Um, you want to check that out. Why are these people still interesting to us? Why do we watch them? Why do we engage with such long-form content? It's all there on the podcast and our review of uh, the, the the cigar that we've got going here from Crowned Heads, the La Imperioso. The Imperioso. It is. It is a strong, strong a cigar and just glorious. And the new Riff Rye, which you got to try. I don't know if I recommend it yet for the uh, liquor cabinet, but you got to try it. This is This is a unique flavor profile that's going on here that you gotta check out and follow me on facebook tony cats radio on twitter and on instagram at tony cats this is eat drink smoke snack size edition